Homophilia. 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 This is a gathering of the juggalos. But not the juggalos you think you know. No. The juggalos you don't think you know. No. We are we are a group of fellas who are right now jug poor. We don't we don't right now we're low on jugs. We don't have any jugs right. to our name. And well that's Zero jugs. that's Andy. I juggle I'm, I'm uh, jug poor liquid rich. Right? I uh, <laughs> I I juggle uh, round objects. Yeah. So that's how I'm a juggalo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now that the man show's been canceled, we haven't seen a juggy in 20 years. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh Bergs is back. Bergs is, is back. back. Bergs is back. Bergs is guess yeah. who's back? Back again. Bergs is back. Bergs is back. Bergs is back. Bergs is back. This is the musical episode. Yeah. The the first musical episode, truly musical. So we're singing. Yeah. We're singing. We're riffing. Anybody else? Jug poor, liquid rich. Jug poor. I have a lot of. Is that just when you're outside in the rain? I got a lot. I got a lot of. Just a person in the rain. I got a lot of wet stuff and no nothing to put it in. So wow. what are you just is it a puddle? Is it I got a big, a big puddle. puddle? Yeah, big puddle. Nothing to put it in. Are you referring to the you're not talking about the lake you were near recently, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all the liquid you have. You don't have any jugs yeah. to put in. I what claimed it. Gives <laughs> you the right to correct <laughs> to claim the lake. Uh it was there and nobody else seemed to be taking responsibility. Nobody had put for it, it in any jugs. That's yeah. how ownership works. Yeah. You just claim it. Who I mean who, who who is who's who is superior and why does he get to continue to have it? Richard Superior. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Richard Superior. Yeah. Why does he Lake Superior. Why does he continue to get to have the lake? So I claimed it and it's mine now and I don't have any jugs to put it in. What's the acronym for the Great Lakes again? Holmes. Holmes. H H Holmes. <laughs> so what is it now that you've claimed Lake Superior? Homer. Homer. <laughs> Reed. Reed. Homer. It's Reed. It's Reed so Lake now. The Great Lakes are now Homer. Homer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a subtle nut. Huron, I, Ontario, <laughs> Michigan, Erie, Reed and, Lake. And yeah. Reed Lake, yeah. That rocks. It rocks. Uh, it was my subtle. Because I was thinking I should probably call it Andy Reed because most of the people in my life call me Andy. There are a couple people, mostly my old uh, high school football buddies, that will call me Reed sure. still. Uh, but when I realized that I could have it be the Homer Lakes, I was like, I gotta go that way. That's right. The largest freshwater lake in North America is now called Reed Lake. Reed Lake. <laughs> Hell yeah! You heard it here first. And I'm trying to find jugs to put it in. So you are trying to get rid of the lake. Yeah. Put it into jugs. Yeah. Because the only thing better than a lake is a ditch. And I'm try- <laughs> I'm trying to make the world's biggest ditch. What are you gonna do with the ditch? Uh, mud wrestling. Mud wrestling. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> tractor pulls, that kind of stuff. What the, the stuff you'd normally see in a ditch. <laughs> the largest mud wrestling in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't think you understand how water levels work. It will, it will fill. The uh-huh. water table, it, it will, it will fill. Well, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying <laughs> to get it down to zero. Yeah, but I'm just, it will, it will rise up from from the ground. The water will. What? <laughs> from the other lakes. You would have to empty all 
freshwater lakes oh, in shit. North America in order to have a dividend. Challenge right. accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Where I'm are you going to get the jug? We're going to empty Listen, all freshwater it's either, lakes. This is the start of Andy partnering <laughs> yeah. with Nestle to destroy say, the freshwater of the world. Andy's going to become an Elon Musk <laughs> yeah. level villain who's here to steal all the freshwater <laughs> yeah, of the world. I always pull the plug I'm, on the drain. <laughs> I've definitely been described as Muskian. <laughs> I think Bergs is correct. We need to send a scuba diver down to pull the plug. That yeah. is correct. There's one plug. We got to pull it. We got to find it and pull it. Yeah. And and that is why uh, we're officially coming out as hollow earthers. <laughs> yes. We know that there's plugs and we know we're going to find them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a race between. Where does it go? When you pull the plug, where does it go? To the middle. There's a bunch <laughs> of people in the core yeah. that are like the people in Mad Max Fury Road begging for water. <laughs> yes. and they can't wait for someone to pull so the plug on Lake Mad Lake Max Reed. Fury Road is based on the inside of the earth. Yes. <laughs> and, and everybody... Everybody down there looks like uh, Immortan Joe. Um, <laughs> Immortan Joe? That's the bad the guy. Salt. That's Immort- the bad guy. Immortan, Immortan Salt. For a second, Immortan I thought that was a bit, salt. but that was... That's really the name of that's that right. guy. I thought it was Immortal Joe. I thought it was Immort- just Immortal. No, Immort- I think it's Immortan. Immortan. I think <laughs> his title is Immortan. I think it means like president of the desert. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a salt thing. It's got to be Morton's Pres- salt desert. Thing. Yeah. yeah, Morton's Joe. It's <laughs> salt thing. He's... <laughs> He's Morton's Joe. I got a bone to pick. Uh, I ordered a enamel pin of the Morton Salt girl. The girl with the, you know, she wears like a yellow rain. Yeah, slicker. and you got arrested for being a creep. <laughs> no, I thought it was cool. Your friends told it, you you can't do that anymore. Amazon, uh, I ordered it from, it was like a dollar. And Amazon just said, we don't know what happened to it. And then they won't give it to me. I don't, Did Amazon you get your money back? Have, no. All right, so we got to get you. My goal in life now is to get your $1 back from Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Projected I mean, I trillionaire Jeff Bezos won't give you back your, your dollar. $1. <laughs> You're going to be like the uh, uh, the $2 biker kid. You know what I'm talking about? The newspaper kid. In, yeah. uh, what, what fucking movie is that? Blank check. No, it's not <laughs> blank check. When I hear bicycle and money, I think $2. blank check. $2. that Better off dead? No, better off dead. Better off dead. That's better off dead, right? I got a dollar. I got a dollar. Nope, that's not. That's Little Rascals. That's Little Rascals. That's all Andy thinks about. Uh, All I can think about is is that little kid, Buckwheat and Little Rascals, who (laughs) is very excited for his dollar, and then later in the movie, very excited to have a pickle. (laughs) (laughs) Same song, (laughs) just a different thing. Kids don't know that many songs. That's true. (laughs) Kids know very few songs. I'll come out and say it. Yeah. Kids are trash because they barely know any songs. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm such better, I'm such so much better than kids is because I know so many songs. How many? Uh, upwards of forty. I wouldn't list them. Okay. Wow, almost the, four dozen songs. The national anthem. <laughs> one. Which the American one or? We did say this is the musical episode, so here yeah, we go. Here we go. The national anthem. One. The Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> one's Radio. Uh, <laughs> one's John. Uh, no notes. Continue. <laughs> no, that checks out. Nothing God fishy. God bless America. Um, twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> yes, and yeah. the alphabet. The alphabet, <laughs> and uh, everything from Patty and Mildred Hills. <laughs> over. Okay, joy to the world <laughs> jo- and yes. movies, 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 yes. movies, uh, movies. Have you guys movies, heard uh, movies. someone's in the kitchen with Dinah? <laughs> 
Yeah, I love that yeah. one. Someone's in the kitchen. I know. We don't know who it is, though. I, nope. I know somebody's in there, though. <laughs> Someone's in there. Well, sh- we know for a fact that Dinah's in the kitchen. Yes. We, that, that's, that's the, the baseline that, reality of the song. A, that's a verifiable we fact. We know Dinah's in there. Yeah, absolutely. We don't have to question whether Dinah's in there. We know for a fact that Dinah's in the kitchen. We know that for sure. We saw her go in what there. What this yes. song posits. <laughs> someone. Someone, that else. someone else. Else, not Dinah, is in that kitchen with. Yes. In addition to and, Dinah, but no. we also know that they're strumming on the old banjo. <laughs> Someone, some weirdo is in the. So Dinah, I don't know what she's doing in the kitchen. I don't know if we ever get into that. And I'm not asking. I'm not asking. I don't want to know. That old banjo's been sitting in the kitchen for years. No one's picked it up. You know what? When I'm in the kitchen doing whatever I'm doing, you know what I don't want? Someone strumming People on a banjo. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, cutting onions. <laughs> I, the last thing I want is. The jangly tunes of an old rusty banjo <laughs> forcing me to lose concentration on the task at hand. I got fingertips to be afraid for. Andy needs to be in complete silence I in need the kitchen. Silence and yes. He has to concentrate really hard. Yes. Me in the kitchen. Uh, extreme concentration and then just the sound of me going, one, two, three, cut! <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah, he, there is a lot of shouting yeah. when Andy's in and the kitchen. And just the, a relief sigh every time I don't cut a fingy off. <laughs> I do sometimes hear Andy in the kitchen. I'll just see him go, one, How two, many? three, saute! <laughs> <laughs> toast! <laughs> toast! 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 <laughs> um, toast! So, how many people are, are in this house? That we cannot be... F- so, one, how many people are in the house? How many people in the house... Are, are capable banjo players that we can't make an accurate prediction as to who is in there with Dinah. Do we even know this is a house? Are we in the house? <laughs> it, might, it might be a restaurant. Yeah, it very well could be a restaurant. <laughs> well, now that uh, now that now, opens now up. we're getting, now somewhere. We're getting somewhere. Okay, open. It can't. It can't be an open floor plan where you can see into the kitchen like one of those fancy restaurants from Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> no, this isn't public <laughs> because, house in Ferndale. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in this kitchen. I can't kitchen. see what's going on in the back. But I hear the sounds of banjo wafting <laughs> into, the, into the dining room. And I probably can suspect Dinah is not enjoying it. Of all the things t- that are going to waft, I don't want it to be a banjo. Not no. while I'm eating. No. You know what I want to waft when what? I'm at a restaurant? The fine aromas of whatever's cooking back there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it would be mortifying if you went into like an Applebee's and you were like sitting near the kitchen and you just heard, one, two, three, cut! <laughs> If I walked into an Applebee's and there was there was like intense banjo player playing coming from the kitchen, I would walk out. <laughs> I, I would not. Eat, I would not eat it. I want to watch the game. <laughs> I'm just trying to watch the game. All right, like that movie Deliverance yeah. where Burt Reynolds was trying to c- canoe to an Applebee's so we could watch the yeah. freaking game. Yeah. yeah, all he wanted was a two for twenty. Do you know? Has any movie ever done a uh, uh, worse? Has any movie ever been worse for an instrument than Deliverance for the Banjo? Mm. Huh. Hmm. That drum line. No. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a positive drum message. That is a positive drum message. Um, what, what whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad for drums. <laughs> <laughs> that makes every drummer look like an asshole. What what instrument does the ch ch ch? 
because oh, from Friday the Thirteenth, <laughs> the yeah. mouth it's instrument. What is, okay, what's that it's thing? Clear. What's what? What's the thing where it's like a circle and it's got kind of like chain around it, like like you're metal talking beads? about a you're talking about a wind chime? No, it's like metal beads around a circular piece of wood that you kind of play. It's like a percussion instrument that you'll play in your hand. It's a South American thing. Are you talking about a tambourine? No. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's got like it's s- like three circles of like like metal beads around it, and you rub the beads against the thing. Oh, dude, I know about rubbing beads against the thing. <laughs> I'll rub the beads against the thing, yeah. and then I'll rub them back. And down. then I'll rub them back again. I watched I- that shark movie Jaw. I was real scared of uh, stringed instruments yeah, prequel, after that one. The prequel to Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> when he only had it's kind of like um, Alien and Aliens. Yeah. The first Jaw <laughs> is Jaw. Jaw. Yeah. Most people think Jaws, the sequel, is superior, but that's like a contrarian yeah. opinion. Well, you know, it's I saw the prequel with Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Jawhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he was just just the head. <laughs> just the head. He was just the head just of the a tip. shark. <laughs> boy, yeah. oh boy, folks. So we're at a restaurant and someone's in the kitchen with yeah, yeah. yeah. And what are we going to do about it? Yeah. I guess. Is that song about figuring out who the kitchen, who's in the kitchen? It's or a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. Where, what are, the, are there more lyrics? Are there more lyrics that come later? Someone's in the kitchen, kitchen with Dinah. Someone's, someone's in the, in the kitchen. kitchen. I know. So we're just taking or stock of the facts we know. Someone's in the kitchen. Or is it, is it someone's in the kitchen, comma, Playing. I know? Or is it someone... Is in the I kitchen. Know. I know, like someone I know is in the kitchen. Someone I know is in the kitchen. But I don't know who. I know. But I, know, one, I, know who I know. At one point, one of the lyrics is, and I'm going to do something about it. <laughs> <laughs> someone's in the kitchen. With, uh, yeah, the back check just cuts, and it's just a low voice. And I'm going to do something someone's about it. Strumming on the old banjo, <laughs> and I'm going to do something <laughs> about it. Fee five fiddly io. Yeah, that's part of it. Definitely, yeah, that doesn't help. Fee five fiddly io. Well, I've only heard fee five a few times in my life, and most of the time it's followed by fo fo. Yeah. Uh, and you're every, talking giants now. And we're getting serious. I'm a, I'm okay. I've never heard. I am now worried that Dinah's bones are going to be ground up to make yeah. someone's someone's bread. I trust me. I don't like. People I've bone never bread. once in my life heard anybody say fee fi fo fum without then having to worry about getting down the beanstalk because big old giants come. <laughs> I, I don't agree. have to worry about it because I'm not an Englishman. <laughs> Do you think it's weird that giants know exactly what race you are by smelling you? <laughs> is that part of it? <laughs> I smell the blood of an English. I man. agree oh. that English is a race. Yes, <laughs> British people are a race. I smell the blood of an Englishman. <laughs> That's not what the giant said when he smelled me. What did he say? Well, he said, "Clean yourself up." <laughs> he said. He said. He went. Have from some respect for yourself. Clean yourself <laughs> up. You said you're in your 30s, Andy. In your 30s. Clean yourself Take up. Take care of yourself, Take man. Take care of yourself. And he traded his fortune for some beans. <laughs> this elaborate process yeah. resulted in a beanstalk yeah. and him learning he needs to and take a bath. And I was like, it's a medical condition. Uh. Bad hygiene is not a medical condition. <laughs> it is. No. Yeah. You have a doctor's note that said Andy's bad at it hygiene. It said Andy, <laughs> the medical, the note I got said Andy can't afford a shower right now. <laughs> in what way? Because I put all my money in this lake. <laughs> Go in the lake. Oh. You, <laughs> you literally now have claimed the largest freshwater body of water in, 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 in I think, North America, at least. Right? In the world. In the world, yeah. That's right. Lake is 
shower. Lake in the rain is just a shower that sat down for a while. Lake is just big bath outside. <laughs> That's when they got the idea for the inside oh, baths, probably. All right, now I got a, I got a smart aleck response for the next time that giant questions my personal hygiene. <laughs> Uh, you technically have a giant-sized bath. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That I say, well, what a turn around on you, giant. Yeah, I'll you say, turn around, giant. <laughs> turn around, giant. Turn around, giant. Get in my lake. Turn around, giant. Turn around, giant. I look at this giant. Giants. It's a musical episode, baby. That's another song we know. Hell yeah. Um, that's true. It is true. Because I didn't want to say anything because he's a big guy and could crush me. But <laughs> if we want to talk about stink, guess what, Giant? <laughs> you don't have stink. You don't have much of a leg to stand on. That, that boy stinks. <laughs> and yeah, maybe I could do a little better. But, dude, you smell. Yeah, Stinky Giant, lay off the magic beans. Yeah, <laughs> lay off those beans, dude. <laughs> do you think more songs should just have, and I'm going to do something about it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Happy birthday the... <laughs> to you, and I'm going to do something yeah. about it. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear Devin, and I'm, I'm going to do <laughs> something about it. Yeah, absolutely. For he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow. And I'm gonna do something. About <laughs> and I'm gonna do something <laughs> about Nobody it. Nobody can deny, but I'm gonna do something. She's about so it. lucky. She's a star, and I'm gonna do something. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Don't speak. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna do, do something, something about, about it. it. Uptown funk gonna give it to you, and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do something. <laughs> All the classics. Uptown <laughs> funk. Happy birthday, Lucky. Let's hear it for the boys, and I'm gonna do something about it. <laughs> it is so menacing. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh, you've got what I need. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do, do something, something about it. <laughs> that one's menacing. <laughs> Strike that one from the record. That one's menacing. <laughs> <laughs> you've got what I need, and I'm gonna do something about it. Is like the transcript from a court case. <laughs> That's a true crime podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got what I need, and I'm gonna do something about it. <laughs> It's called like busy business, but it's spelled like Bismarcky. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny if you just make that the parenthetical of every song title, something, and then in parentheses, and I'm going to do something about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, folks, we're talking about The Simpsons. Oh, we are? Kind of. <laughs> I'm gonna do something about it. <laughs> well, the the lyrics of the the Simpsons theme song are famously the Simpsons, <laughs> the and I'm gonna do something about the greatest, it. Greatest greatest lyrics uh, of any show of all time. Something that did happen during uh, our break from from recording this because the world ended is uh, the the composer of the Simpsons theme song. Mark Mothersbrough came out and said that he believes the next season will be the last to which everybody that actually has anything to do with the current uh, show 
said bullshit, Mark Mothers, bro. Why are you saying that? <laughs> you have no, uh, you have no intimate knowledge uh, of the workings of the show anymore. And why would you put that out to the public? <laughs> he said, without... "I'm going to do something about it." <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he said. Uh, they're still making that show, and I'm gonna do something. It would something be funny if it. you had a job and you were just tired of it, so you went to the press and said, "Nope, it's done." <laughs> yeah, no, but if you if you had a job that you did 20 years ago, and then we're like, "Oh, they're still doing that." I heard it's gonna stop next year. <laughs> it would be funny if you were just like an engineer at GM and you yeah. just were tired of it, so you just like called the newspaper and said, uh, "GM's closing GM's now." Closing. I heard. I heard. I heard closing. GM's closing. <laughs> they're gonna do 23 more episodes, and then <laughs> That's they're out. It, yeah, <laughs> GM's done. <laughs> When I worked at Rite Aid and I wasn't having fun, I would have loved to have just like called a press conference and tell the AV club that, that Rite Aid's closing. Sorry, no more. It's all done. I did that in high school at the uh, ice cream parlor I worked at. I, I called up, uh, I called up the Muskegon Chronicle and I said, uh, "Word on the street is Fat Jack's Premium Ice Cream's closing after." after Fat Jack's <laughs> Premium Ice Cream. I worked at Fat Jack's Premium Ice Cream uh, in Muskegon, Michigan. Now, now known as Hannah Bananas, I believe. <laughs> but when I worked there, it was FJPIC. It would be funny if there Fat were a, Jack's premium. If ice there cream. was another ice cream shop called Fat Jack's Lesser Ice Cream, <laughs> the Just for crummier the t- ice cream, <laughs> yeah, or, or Thin Jack's Okay <laughs> Ice Cream, Thin Jack's It'll Do Ice Cream. The titular Jack was not that uh, not that portly of a man. Uh, it was a little bit of a self, uh, uh, you know, self. Did he name it? I, I think so. <laughs> Wait, what was it called? Fat Jack's Premium Ice Creams. Um, he looked like... Do you remember when Shrek turns human? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> yeah, I think about it every day, he, Andy. He, we he, all I do. I forgot when Shrek turns human. Been, he should have been Thick Jack's Premium Ice Cream with two C's. <laughs> You guys, you guys know what I'm I talking about. I posted um, a picture of myself in response to who were we responding to? Hugh Jackman uh, posted oh, yeah. a selfie, and then I posted a selfie of myself on Twitter, and some stranger said I look like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> 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 Hurt my feelings. What, what pithy joke writers to uh. sneak that into a kids movie? That his, and uh, his name Farquaad. That is. <laughs> Funny. Every everybody's at, like the in the one insult I never want to be called is a wad of fuck, and they <laughs> snuck that in there. You know, and I'm sitting in the theater thinking, these kids, this is going right over their heads. When I am watching Shrek and they go from uh, one Starbucks into another Starbucks, yeah. that is commentary yeah. to me. And like what these these kids aren't gonna understand. They don't know how patently ridiculous it is to have two of the same coffee shops across the street from another. But that's the world we live in, And then in, Cameron guys. Diaz gets the um, cum in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. And it goes kids, right over the yeah, head. It goes right over these kids' heads just like that cum in. <laughs> it went right over her head into her hair. Princess Fiona's Cameron Diaz, right? Yeah, and it's <laughs> almost like it's almost like these comedy writers are shooting loads right over these kids' heads. Yeah, and then later they win an Oscar for writing Green Book. Ooh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, and because of Green, because it's Shrek. Because it's Shrek. <laughs> yeah, everything in the yeah. book is Shrek, and, and that and that is fun because because uh, Shrek is green, and so is that. Book from the movie. Have you ever seen the book Shrek? Yeah, I have. It is like twenty pages long. Yeah, it is. When they announced they were adapting it, 
like when I was like in third grade, I remember like having the book and being like, they're going to make this book a movie. It's like I remember, the smallest little book. I remember when they announced the movie when I was in, in elementary school, I remember throwing away my pages and saying, I, they stole my idea. <laughs> <laughs> All this work for naught. You had the idea for fuck what? I had the idea you for You had the come in the hair idea. I had the come in the hair idea. It is weird. I had the donkey fucks a dragon <laughs> idea. Oh, man. I forgot that about was, that. That was mine. It now I get why you're going for the gritty puss in boots. Isn't that a Shrek? Oh, oh yeah, shoot. gritty yeah. puss. You're stealing it back. I'm oh, stealing yeah. I'm taking it back. <laughs> I'm taking it back. Gritty puss is mine, <laughs> and they can't do nothing about it. Come at me, DreamWorks. Well, Jeff Katz, is, uh, he's moved on from DreamWorks. He's uh, got his own new platform now. Little uh, short form, just on your phone platform called Quibi. Ooh, Quibi. Ooh. How's that going? I'm thinking we have to team up and maybe get some content on Quibi because we owe a lot of money. We owe so much money. And if Quibi's just throwing money at at uh, comedians to put their short shorts back on, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get back. I'll get, I'll get them out of the closet. I'm thinking maybe we do our own little adaptation of a public domain, well-known uh, story. Someone's in the kitchen with Dinah. <laughs> yeah, okay. And now we're talking. Someone's in the kitchen, kitchen with, with Dinah. Dinah. And it's... I genuinely think if somebody made a horror movie called Someone's in the, in the kitchen, kitchen with, with Dinah, Dinah, it would it would do okay. Oh, <laughs> Regardless of any other... You get one name attached to that? Uh, Jason... Uh, is his name Blum? From Blumhouse? Bourne. The, the Bourne. Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Jason, Bourne. Uh, Jason Blum, <laughs> Bourne who produces all the horror movies. Yeah. Uh, he has, I think... A development deal with Quibi. I think he's producing content. Maybe mm. we need to, to team up with Blumhouse and Rachel make Dratch as Dinah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Dratch stars as Dinah. I know often you do. Colin Farrell cast. stars as the guy with banjo. You always want to cast Rachel Dratch and stuff. Like anytime we're casting a, a show at the Ant or you yeah. want to do an improv set, you will often call Rachel Dratch and say, Yeah, and come she, do uh, um, uh, I am not allowed to call the, the number that I have been told is Rachel Dratches anymore. It's 911. You call 911 <laughs> and <laughs> get me Rachel I'm not, I'm not allowed to call 911 anymore because I keep trying to cast her in Planet Ant shows. Doesn't work. Someone's in the Kitchen with Dinah, a horror Quibi series produced by Blumhouse. Yes. The Homer four minutes boys. at a time. Uh, I hate when I get labeled a Karen because I see someone in the park and I want to call Rachel Dratch on them, and I call 911 <laughs> and try to summon Rachel Dratch. <laughs> Can you imagine how mortifying it would be if you were like under your bed about to get taken because someone broke into your house and you called 911 and then just Rachel Dratch showed up <laughs> to help you? Dratch! Dratch! It's a good last name. It's a good last name. One of the finest. One of the finest last names. Folks, we are the, the internet's preeminent Simpsons podcast. Uh, oh boy, oh, we just lost some equipment. There we heavens, go. Heavens, no. Uh, uh, heavens, we are here no. talking about the hit television show, The Simpsons, watching them in sequential order. It's a limited run podcast. Yep. And today we watched uh, uh, an episode from season three called I Marry Marge. I marry Mar. I marry Marge. I, I married, married Marge. I married Marge. Uh, what episode was that? Season season three, ep- episode eleven. Eleven. Oh my god! Uh, I believe it's our second uh, uh, of the traditional flashback mm-hmm. episodes we've ever seen. Uh, uh, if this is your first episode of Homophilia, 
uh, uh, Devin and I grew up loving this show. We sure did. Darren uh, never watched The Simpsons until we started this thing, and Alex is our guest for the evening. Alex yeah. Bergman's but of the Bureau and Resco fame, and Twitter fame, as Twitter a serious fame, mang. And, uh, and Simpsons fandom fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like The Simpsons. Yeah. Always like The Simpsons. UPN 50, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, UPN. I miss UPN a lot. <laughs> yeah. I miss watching those club <laughs> games. <laughs> UPN and the WB merged to become the CW, correct? Right. Okay. Yes. And that's why the frog is dead. Yeah, they killed the frog. Michigan yeah. J Frog is yes, dead. <laughs> Michigan J Frog. They never said what that J stood for. Jewish. Wait, who's Michigan J Frog? <laughs> The little WRBWB. Hello, my darling. Hello, my baby. Hello, my His name's Michigan J. Frog. Yeah. So, with that logic, shouldn't Michael J. Fox be a fox? Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. It does track, right? Who do you call about that? This dream works. Michigan J. Fox. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say that Miranda knows all of the lyrics to the Michigan J. Frog thing. (laughs) Hello, my darling. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. I love yeah. that little frog. Da, 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 there was a bar da, da, da. in like Livonia or Redford, somewhere over that way, that had Michigan J Frog on a big yellow logo. Yeah, on Telegraph yeah. over by where I grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Telegraph, my grandma grew like, up. I think south my of. Grandma grew up over south, there. maybe south of Five Mile over there? Or yeah. South of. I don't remember what the bar is called, but. I don't either, but I remember seeing it. I remember they had a big picture of Michigan J Frog on a big yellow sign. Hell maybe yeah. the boys should do a field trip when this all quiets down to the Michigan yeah. J Frog the bar. Michigan J Frog bar to say we're here because we talked about Michigan J Frog once on a podcast. Say hello, ago. my baby. Hello, hello my, my darling. darling. Hello, hello, my, my ragtime, ragtime gal. gal. Ragtime gal. Something. They something, sing that something. song in um, oh yes. uh, the the barbershop quartet episode. That's true. That's that's, that's a another good flashback. Yeah. That is a great flashback. Well, this was episode. this was our so I thought this was our first flashback cuz I forgot our first flashback. Yeah. But this is our second flashback. Second flashback. What was our first flashback? The um, way we the, the way the way we was the when uh the first one we ever saw, the first one they did when they met. was when Homer meets Marge. Which they met where? In high school. I don't remember yeah. that. So that, that it's well. so funny to to look back at how this show has like retconned its own past cuz the first ever uh, flashback they do is Homer and Marge meet in high school in like 1976. Okay. This episode. 1980. 1980. Four years later, uh, they they are a serious couple, serious and Marge man. gets pregnant for the first time with yep. Bert. Eventually, as you'll see, yes, they they continue to push back their uh, their history to make it current. So there's an episode at some point where Homer and Marge are uh, young lovers during the age of, <laughs> of tic- during TikTok. TikTok. There's, a, there's an episode where Homer is the lead singer of a Nirvana-type grunge band called Sadgasm. Yep. Uh, uh, so they continuously what push. What hack fucking name. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, uh, like, that's that's well out of the golden age of The, the Simpsons. Yeah. But, th- like, uh, um, this is the – I feel like this is, like, the canon – History of the family. Yeah, this one. This is the episode I think of when I think of the backstory of Homer and Marge. I and, the and one Bart. I think of when I think of flashback episodes is, uh, um, and then there was Maggie and Ma- oh no, and Maggie makes three when they do the so do they, it for her. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the, what I think of for Maggie. Yeah. But when I think of like Homer and Marge getting married and stuff, this is the episode I think uh, of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Huh. But they're like, it, this is a. They will do this again. But they again. don't. They don't do like a a grunge episode during the nineties. They do because they go to a Smashing Pumpkins concert okay. in the nineties. Oh, they go to uh, um, Lollapalooza, but it's called something it's else. Ca- oh boy, I used to know Homer. No, yeah, you get uh, shot with a cannon. Yeah, yeah. Homer li- Homer goes uh, goes on tour with a Lollapalooza like touring festival. Where is he, it Rody? He's the guy that gets shot in the tummy with a cannon. Uh, Sonic Youth like, is in that too. Sonic yeah. Youth is in it. Cypress and they Hill play, is in that. Uh, like songs by all these groups. Yeah. Which is why it's so demoralizing that when they retcon it where he's in a band like Sadgasm, yeah. it sucks because that's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And it was when the Smashing Pumpkins were good and I liked them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, P- Peter Frampton's in that episode, I believe. Yeah. Homer wears a Jamaican hat and makes everybody uncomfortable. Wow. <laughs> Classic. What is he, Adrian Brody hosting <laughs> SNL? <laughs> what is he, I Chet that. Hayes? Ah. <laughs> I love that. Chet Hayes, uh, baby. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, I, I'm friends with uh, a man. Uh, cool. There's a <laughs> I'm friends with a man. Sick. Uh, there's, there's a sh- very short list of people that are banned forever from... Uh, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> my my friend John Brandon is one of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> and Adrian Brody's another one. Why is Brandon banned? He so uh, was he there with with uh, what fear? Fear. He oh was yeah, there with fear. Fear so, rocks, man. Fear. So John it, Belushi got fear yeah. on. Yep. So uh, uh, in the in the eighties, uh, a, a hardcore punk band named Fear was asked to be on SNL with. Uh, because John Belushi was a fan of them, uh, um, and they, you know, they were like moshing in yeah. the front area of so, the stage. Yeah, um, pretty much uh, just wrecked jo- the set. John Brandon uh, uh, of the seminal Detroit p- hardcore punk band Negative Approach. They so they opened for Fear on the set. Oh uh, yes, to like get the crowd warmed up, and then they cut to like they do the SNL thing like and ladies and gentlemen, Fear. And they cut to Fear playing, and they just immediately start destroying I had no idea John Brandon was involved in that. I've seen that a million times. So if you watch the clip, there's like a bald-headed youngster in the front row, and he hops up and starts just, that's Brandon. Oh, my God. Uh, I love that. Ian McKay from Minor Threat was there. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon Uh, of Easy Action, The (laughs) Laughing Hyena's (laughs) a negative approach. Yeah. Three of the, like, most important bands. Yeah. Yes. Just fucking love uh, it. The the most important bands, uh, most important musicians. Let's say Beatles, <laughs> Mozart, negative, negative approach. <laughs> Dude, I lived yeah. in uh, when I was living in Jersey City. I lived at this like Owl City, v- Blind <laughs> Melon, Blind Melon, <laughs> Big Mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> Big mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> yeah. Captain I lived with this kid who uh, in I'm Jersey City who absolutely loved Captain. Negative Approach. And when I mentioned that, I was like, yeah, he's from Detroit. Like, I've met him before. He lost his mind. Yeah. Like, Negative Approach fans outside of Detroit are the most hardcore, I, hardcore fans of all time. I, uh, I'm i not uh, I'm not uh, the biggest punk music connoisseur in the world. Oh, no, you're not tie-dye shirt guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, interestingly enough, but when uh, uh, my my uncle is a huge punk guy, uh, he grew up in uh, Muskegon. He's always been a part of the punk scene there. Lived briefly with G.G. Allen. So he's like he's lived in it. And I was like, oh hey, he knew him when he was just G. Allen. Yeah, he knew him when he was just one G. Allen. <laughs> or he earned his yeah. second G. Yeah. <laughs> now I hear five G. Allen yeah, is, is causing <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah, you've been listening. You and Luke have been listening to the QAnon podcast. <laughs> 
Five G Allen, dude. G G G G G Allen is causing coronavirus. <laughs> oh my god. Five G Allen's funny. Five G Allen is funny. Just throwing up high speed internet on everybody. <laughs> just shitting high speed internet into the crowd's face. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um. That's funny. Five <laughs> G Allen. Um, but I was like, "Hey, I, I, I started working at this restaurant in Detroit, and you know who makes salads there? Uncle Mike, uh, John Brannon." And he and he was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Huh?" And I was like, "Yeah, uh, John Brannon. You know this band, Negative Approach." He's like. Oh, fuck, of course I know Negative Approach. Like they're, they're like one of the most influential bands in the history of punk music. And i that's when I realized. Uh, my Uncle Mike is the music guy in my family. My Uncle Mike's the music guy in my family. Uncle I Mike swear. is always the music my guy. Uncle Mike my Uncle the... Mike told me to listen to Coldplay and that's it. <laughs> my Uncle Mike has been to Ultra like five times. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. My Uncle Mike like has been seeing Tiesto since the 90s. Uh, at the magazine I worked at in the uh, before, um, the camera we hired a camera guy. to. to he was like a freelance camera guy, and he, his name was Mike, and he was like in his mid-40s when I was like 22, and he always went to Ultra. <laughs> My uh, Uncle Mike like will tell stories where he's like, yeah, one time I saw the police at a bar with like six people, and I met Sting, and, and I got arrested, and I got arrested. <laughs> but then he's also like, "Yeah, I was at Ultra." He went to like the first like five years of Tech Hell Fest yeah. before it was dumped. Hell yeah! Your uncle Mike lived with G. Allen. Yeah, <laughs> back when he was just G. G. Allen. Gallon. Now that's a jug. That's, Gallon yeah. is a jug. I know. I know. <laughs> I can't find a single Holy one. Holy shit, G. G. Allen. Gallon. Holy shit. It's all lining up for me right now. That's my uh I, I wish that was one thing. Someone's in the kitchen with Dinah. It's GG Allen. <laughs> Five G Allen's in the kitchen. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh my god. Shit. Wasn't you know there a U of M receiver named close. Gallon? Yes, Jeremy Gallon. Oh, Jay Gallon. Jay not, Gallon. Not, JJ Gallon. Not GG Allen. GG <laughs> <laughs> Gallon. Uh, uh, he was great. He was only like five, six, and just like ripped ass. He yeah. was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he rocked. <laughs> he, uh, wait, hold on. He ripped ass, comma. He was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was your yeah. sentence. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 Let's he, make sure. Uh, uh, he broke. He uh, briefly. No, I think he still holds the record for most receiving yards in a game in the history of college football. <laughs> I would love to receive a yard uh, against <laughs> whom? Indiana. He he had like almost three hundred yards receiving in one oh, game. Shit. Uh, thanks, folks. That's the sports segment of this. Oh <laughs> yeah, brother. Hell yeah. This is supposed yeah, to be the brother. musical episode, yeah, Andy. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. want to hear me talk sports, uh, check out Fumbling Around. <laughs> search Fumbling Around and go back like three years because uh, somebody else is hosting. Now. Yeah, we do sports music. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rock and Roll Part Two. Gary Glitter. <laughs> GG. Uh, GG Allen. Gary, Transfer Gary Glitter. Gary Allen. Glitter Allen. <laughs> man, oh man. Uh, a a b- brief resurgence for Gary Glitter's popularity after the Joker movie spoiled mm. everybody's brains. Yeah. He uh, is not listened to in the UK because they all know he's a pedophile, yeah. but here in the United States, how, we don't know that. How edgy of Todd Phillips to be like, here's here's the turning point of my movie, and I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it with a pedophile. 
<laughs> Ooh, he knew what he was doing. He was being so edgy. Todd Phillips. Thank God we have such strong voices in Hollywood these <laughs> days. How do you really feel, Andy? Uh, I Go back and listen to the episode that Heather was on if you really want my thoughts on the Joker <laughs> movie. <laughs> Heather, famous defender of the Joker movie in that episode, I believe. No, I no, I think she let. I think she was. Ple- she was asking me to please stop joking about it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that all the people that worked on Hangover Two got Oscar noms for Joker or Emmy noms for Chernobyl. Oh, yeah. You know, I I knew that Todd uh, Phillips was a vigit visionary, <laughs> a visionary. <laughs> When he had the uh, uh, Todd Phillips glass, is that anything? Todd That's Phillips two things. Glass. That's Todd Glass and Phillips yeah. glass, and That's Todd Glass. Things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Comedian two Todd Glass, composer Philip Glass. Yeah. Is that oh, something? Oh man, Ira Glass. There? When he had the bravery. That was the name of my decapitate. character in D and D last week. Ira Glass. <laughs> Ira Glass. That was a stained glass window. Got turned into a man. <laughs> That's cool. We're here with a uh, comedian from the 70s. We're in New York. Uh, act one. Same one. <laughs> it was on this American Life. But guess what? He's fucked up. <laughs> He's not a regular comic. Yeah. He's fucked up. You know, yeah. I mean, there, there's certain brave voices in Hollywood. Uh, and um, not very many of them uh, are brave enough to decapitate a giraffe in, in, in a movie. Or in real life. Or in real life. And Todd Phillips is the only yeah. one that I know has done both. Yeah, Thomas Edison tried to do it, couldn't. <laughs> yeah, he with electricity. He tried to do it with electricity. <laughs> I love when Thomas Edison electrocutes animals. <laughs> I love when I go to Greenfield Village to see his little laboratory and they don't mention about how he electrocuted a bunch of animals. What do you think was the most challenging animal to electrocute? And why? Electric eel. Probably riot you because oh. it's already. Yeah, no, I was electric. doing the. I was in the same same lane <laughs> with electric eel. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Probably Pikachu, dude. Yeah, he's already electric. What are you gonna? You can't hurt him. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Easiest to electrocute probably water type Squirtle. <laughs> Is there Tentacle. a rubber animal? Is there a rubber animal? I feel like rubber can't. You can't electrocute rubber, right? Is there a rubber animal? Can't electrocute rubber. Where'd Andy go? <laughs> we miss Andy. Oh, yeah. Do we, we miss, miss Andy him? so much. Stop him. talking about him now. Uh, a little podcast insider business. I just snuck off to go pee-pee. <laughs> and we were at a loss without you. We were trying to figure out the most difficult animal to electrocute. PPM. Uh, electric eel, dummy. That's what I said. <laughs> already said 100%. It. That's what I said. I yeah. said Pikachu because he's already electric. So it was the eel. Do you? Th- I've been thinking about this. What? High five. I thought you were raising your hand because you had something to say. No, I was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. High five. And then uh, he turned. He turned away from my high five. Pokemon is like if dog fighting was the most popular sport in the world. Dude, uh, 100%. That was why some people did not like Pokemon when it came out because it it seemed too much like dog fighting. Well, no, but we talked about this the other day is... In Pokemon, like in the caves and stuff, there's like drawings of whales and shit. Like yes. they were, there were animals at one point in time. So uh, this leads me to believe that all of the Pokemon that weren't good at fighting were just the normal animals, and they just all died they off, died right? They well, but it's also frustrating fight. because all of the Pokemon, like some have jobs, right? Some right? of them some are doctors. Jobs. Yeah, so, <laughs> they obviously like Mr. Mr. Mime is just like an indentured servant. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> lives with Ash's mom, and she makes him eat out of a bowl on the floor, <laughs> and she fucks him. 
Like, yeah. oh, yeah. many agree that Mr. Mime is not Ash's biological dad, but is sort of a stepdad figure to him. Is that yeah. That's right. something I sent. Yeah. I sent an article about that to a bunch of people this week. Yeah, Mr. I was Mr. Mime object works a huge hog and fucks Ash's mom all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think... Pokemon's fun if you're a person who wants to see a rat electrocute a turtle. <laughs> like, and that's who your doesn't? greatest dream. No, I think about it every day. I, I think about it. I constantly think about it. I can't stop thinking about it. Mm. 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 And I'm going to do, <laughs> do something about it. <laughs> I want to see a lizard set fire to another lizard. <laughs> I want to say I want to see a lizard uh, set fire to a cute little tree. There's an episode That's of Pokemon. the Pokemon TV show, the anime, where Ash has to deal with a Squirtle who is in a gang. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He wears sunglasses. sunglasses. They all You know, someone's in a gang if all the homies have sunglasses oh, yeah. on. And he. <laughs> He like he unpills Squirtle. Like squir- that Squirtle got red pilled. <laughs> Squirtle's an MRA. <laughs> Squirtle, Squirtle got red pilled and uh, he had and to take him back from the edge. Ash, Ash deprogrammed Squirtle. <laughs> I hate when my Pokemon get radicalized. Yeah, dude, that Squirtle got so radicalized, and, and Ash was here. What to bring Pokemon him back do you think is most likely to get uh, red pilled? Ghastly. Mm. Ghastly? Yeah, he seems sounds very like gaslighting. paranoia. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> gaslighting. Uh, Primeape. Primeape, I could see that. Huh, very that's aggressive. a tough one. Cubone, because he lost his mom. He's oh, lost yeah. his family. He's yeah. alone in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a dark... Yeah, he's I wearing his mom's head as a helmet, yeah. right? I want to be clear that I am uh, at that point in Pokemon Let's Go Eevee right now. I just got the Sylph Scope. And I am going to check out the ghost I'm in Lavender Town. <laughs> I'm currently wo- walk uh, uh, playing through a Nintendo Switch's Pokemon Let's Go Eating, which is you go through the, the Pokemon world e- eating. Timo, <laughs> is there a Pokemon food market? Like, do they eat Pokemon meat? That yes. comes up a lot. I don't know. People yeah. on Google seem to think they do. I don't think there's hard evidence. What is the meat that they eat then? Pokemon? Is there other fish that aren't Pokemon? How do you know the difference between uh, like a That's regular Pokemon fish and, a, re- and a, a Pokemon fish and a regular fish? They so try and skirt that issue a lot. In the Switch game, Pokemon Let's Go Eating, it's all black market. <laughs> you work in an underground, uh, uh, like, yeah, an underground seedy underbelly of the Pokemon world where you are a a Pokemon meat supplier. You hang out at a restaurant called Dinah's. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and someone's in, in the like, kitchen. And I'm going to do something about <laughs> it. Um, Simpsons? Simpsons? Yeah, we Simpsons. Simpsons. We're Simpsons. 45 minutes in. We've yeah. 45 right. minutes in, and we've talked I about this. I have a lot to talk about, like Pokemon and Dinah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is an episode where we got a flashback to uh, the wedding. The wedding. Yeah. Uh, the, and the pregnancy. The first pregnancy. The, the pregnancy of Bart. It's a good yes. app. It's a really good app. I enjoyed so this, it. This establishes um, uh, Bart as a child born out of wedlock. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or conceived out of wedlock. Conceived out of Which wedlock. Which explains his mischievous ways. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I love that. Uh, so that they. I, Homer, I love that he already has a spiky head in the womb. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Homer uh, characterizes it. So, it. so this is Homer telling the story to the kids. And they're not super interested. And that's a, a running bit through the episode as they keep going in and out yeah, of the room. But they'd whatever. They'd rather play croquet in the yard. Croquet in the yard. <laughs> but Homer characterizes himself as a, a guy with, in, in a job with a future. Yeah. 
guy. He's the uh, he's the guy who spins the uh, the the windmill <laughs> at the putt putt yeah, course. So he's, he's in there. It's just a crank wheel, and he he's just in there in the in the windmill at the course. It cranks the handle. His boss shows up and says, uh, "He's cranking it too fast." Yeah, he's cranking it complaining. too fast. Uh, and he's, he says, keep it up. You might be the guy who hands out the putters someday. <laughs> That's so he's great. Got, he, it's a job with upward mobility. Job mm. with upward mobility. Uh, he could at some point advance to the putter hand router guy. Or he could go to Boston Market and turn the crank on the rotisserie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, brother. Or uh, uh, there is precedence for this. He could be the guy at the plant. Who turns the cupcake, uh, the the dessert <laughs> dispensary in the in the plant uh, 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 cafeteria? Yeah, that's a punishment at, uh, in a future episode. Oh wow, that's great. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, but he. Um, There's also a future episode where to reignite their their waning passions, Homer and Marge return to this moment. Uh, Bart was Bart is conceived. In the windmill, at the at the mini uh, at golf, the mini golf yeah. course, yeah. Uh, there's a, there, a future episode where to reignite their passions, Marge and Homer uh, go back to the putt putt golf course and have sex in the windmill again. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And lose their clothes and have to get all the way across town naked. Yep. Checks out. Checks out. Checks out. What's the best place to be conceived? Um, In the brain of Herman uterus. Melville. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a what do you think about? <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking boating equipment. Yeah, I think about being a a gruff shoreman, written by Herman Melville. <laughs> Best place to be conceived. Just obsessed with a whale. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put my dick in its ball. <laughs> that was horny for the whale, what, right? Yeah, he was definitely horny for that that's whale. That's one of the horniest stories of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you? Do you <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking. Why? Uh, why else would he call it Moby's dick? <laughs> Touche. Touche. Buddy. That mo. That that whale Moby. Had a <laughs> <laughs> Moby. <laughs> <laughs> and that whole book is about him thinking about that whale Moby's huge hog. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> Moby's dick. Moby rocks. Yeah, Moby had sex with Natalie Portman. Wanted to. Wanted, Wanted to. to. I love that that photo of him as like a grown ass <laughs> man in his thirties with like uh, with a seventeen year old Natalie Portman like. Clearly railed out he's on ecstasy. Clenching <laughs> he's clenching his molars <laughs> yeah. together. You, there's a certain kind of clench where it's yeah. in the back. Yeah. And his he's, eyes are dilated like fucking saucers. <laughs> and he's, got, he's like hugging her so hard and she looks so uncomfortable. And he's shirtless. Like There's a picture of me and Bridget from Electric Forest. Oh, yeah, I'm I was going to say, I'm that's, sober that's, in that photo. That's my comparison. But I look just like that. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, oh, no, this looks uh, <laughs> I look like Moby. Mortifying. <laughs> Uh, uh, you think Moby would ever come on the pod? Why he, would he come on the pod? He's a, he Sorry. is a. Uh, <laughs> Wait, they mentioned Moby. Cool Moby. <laughs> cool Moby. <laughs> cool Moby. Fuck it, right? Moby. Moby is a documented Simpson super fan. Oh, is yeah? he really? Uh, yeah, he did like a whole EP of remixes of the Mr. Plow theme song. <laughs> That's actually very <laughs> annoying to me. 
You'd think that would be in my interests, yeah, yeah, and it's not. It's revolting <laughs> to me. I don't know why. Uh, uh, like, uh, yeah. Tiesto loves Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> that that, sh- that that tracks. <laughs> Avicii is a huge fan of Bob's R.I.P. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Minor, DJ Kev Kev. Kavichi. <laughs> oh, no. Kevin's new name is Kavichi. <laughs> Kevin Minor, tech, he'll text me like people's hand-drawn fan pencil art of Avicii all the time. Wow. He's like in some Facebook group that has to be just for dedicated hand drawings of Avicii. <laughs> he keep, we're always like, if we draw him enough, we're going to bring him back. <laughs> I uh, I was at the ultra that Avicii headlined, so he he had a, he had a real steep uh, ascension through the world of mu- uh, dance music. Yeah. Uh, uh, and probably to his detriment because it all like it all got to him very fast. But so he was like a bedroom DJ who became the biggest star in like was it levels that made him yeah blow up yeah and okay. so now he he's like. He went from like putting shit together in his bedroom to headlining the biggest dance music festival in like a year and a half. Like it, it would happen way too fast. But he he brought out Madonna in the middle of his set, uh, which like a, like again watching it was clearly like he he did not know how to DJ for that level of an audience. You know he yeah. was he he like uh, uh, anyway in the middle of it he's like slows down the music and he's like I want to bring out. A good friend of mine, Madonna, and she came out and was like, she's a 55 year old woman. Hell yeah. She was like slurring her words and she was going like, uh, does anybody out there know where I can find my friend Molly? <laughs> like, like she's like a grandma, and like asked, like asking 200,000 people. <laughs> who can get her drugs? It was know. very uncomfortable. That rocks. It was very uncomfortable. Oh my god! I would love to see uh, like a Daft Punk, Madonna, and like Nile Rodgers disco show. Oh, because like Daft Punk always does stuff with Nile Rodgers. Yeah, and Nile Rodgers produced the first two Madonna records, and they're both <laughs> disco albums. That would be a very be fun great. tour. Yeah, that'll never happen. Never happen. Two French robots are never allowed to come to see me ever again. <laughs> My favorite two tiny French robots will never come visit me again, no matter how oh, bad I of want Of all the to. French robots, those They're are like, never going to do it. <laughs> Daft Punk are Pokemon, huh? I would say so. <laughs> are there robot Pokemon? No. Yes? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Magnemite? Magnemite. That's, he's a magnet. What about robots are Electrode, magnets? isn't that one? Porygon? Porygon's like... Po- I thought it was Polygon. Polygon. I think it's Porygon. I Porygon? Think it's Wait, which one's this? Uh, I don't know. What is he, though? What digital duck. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like a, a digital he's red a, duck. Yeah, he's a, he's a digital beaver. <laughs> 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 it would be funny if they named him Digital Beave. <laughs> yeah. They have uh, Pokemon to me. So what happens after? Eve, so we got we got to run through a synopsis of this one. We're running, we're running out of time. Jesus. Jeez. We've been having so much fun. Uh. Uh. Yeah, so... Um, I, one of one of my favorite running gags in the flashback episodes is the way that Homer frames the time that they're going to. So he he always oh yeah he always does this every one of these flashback episodes. He he tells 
he tells us what year they're going back to, and then he gives three quick examples of what is happening back then, and they're all always ridiculous. Like this one, he's he's like Super Tramp was was cascading <laughs> through the airwaves. Like that's yeah. what that's what people define. He always defines these years as these like very ridiculous pop culture things, uh, and that's always very funny to me. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> they get pregnant. At the uh, putt putt course, the mini golf course, uh, I, I, I uh, yeah, I love the the bit where um, the doctor's like, uh, I think I know why you're throwing up. Uh, you're pregnant, and then the guy with all the broken bones suspended uh, in the room next <laughs> room goes, oh, I feel sorry for that guy. <laughs> Such Homer, a good joke. Homer lets out Around. a dose so loud it like reverberates yeah. through the whole hospital. Yep. Yeah, feel bad for that guy. Um. Absolutely, they're they're super in love, which was always very cute. Yeah. I do love. I love do love a miracle. What was the pamphlet that he gave him? When you the, saw you've ruined your life. <laughs> March is pregnant, and Doctor Hibbert in the flashback has a huge afro and hands them a pamphlet that says, "So you've ruined your life." Um, but yeah, so they uh, you get a lot of pushback from Marge's family, like always. Patty and Salma don't like Homer. That's yeah. no secret. So he's you know he's he's kind of a wayward guy working at the. M- Putt putt golf course. Uh, before she gets pregnant, Marge asks Homer, "Like, what? What do you see in your f- or like? Do you think about the future?" <laughs> and he goes, "Like, do you think about the future?" And, and he's like, "Yeah, of course. I think about like, will apes be our masters?" <laughs> uh, and he's 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 doing his hand crank job yeah. at the windmill, and she goes, uh, "Well, he goes." Uh, something about getting a different job and he's like but I like that job I get to think there and then she goes well what do you think about it? and he's like mostly girls I mean boys I mean you <laughs> that's another good one always good they're listening well, I, I can't remember what song is their song uh, oh, but it's like it's like a, a, yeah. it's a romantic sounding song but the woman's talking like singing about God um, and uh, uh, Homer's like March is like, this is our song. And uh, uh, he's like, yeah, like this, the, whoever sung that song made that guy whoever really happy. Sung, yeah, whoever she's singing about must be really happy. Must be really. She's like, I think she's singing about God. And he's like, oh, he's always happy. No, he's always mad. This was an episode where it was like there were there were moments where it was like every every 10 seconds is a laugh line. Yeah, yeah. it was real good. Um, it's a good episode. There's like the, uh, at a certain point, um, they lose money uh, and they're having financial troubles, trying to get ready to have a kid. Yeah. Uh, and a repo man comes to to, to take <laughs> everything out of their house, Woo! basically, and he's on screen for 15 seconds, and Maybe he's less. got like three like solid jokes in like 15 seconds. He's like. He's so cheery at the beginning. He's like, Repo Man, I'm here for the baby's things. <laughs> and then, and then, he works uh, for the Repo Depot. Repo Depot. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, yeah, he tells him he's got to take her wedding ring. And he's like, man, repossessing things is the hardest part about my job. <laughs> uh, like he's a Repo Man. That's your only, <laughs> only thing about thing. your job. <laughs> Shit's funny. Uh. So Homer gets all uh, again. He's sad. He, he doesn't believe in himself. He writes a, a, a note to Marge saying that he's uh, going to be gone until he becomes a real man. Yeah. And he gets a job at the uh, the uh, whatever the Burgers Burgers. Gulp burgers. Bur- yeah. Oh, Gulp and oh, Blow. No, he, he, he works at Burgers Burgers at a while. No, 
They they Go had like to a date. Burgers, burgers. They had a date at Burgers. Okay, so burgers. he works at the Gulp and Blow. <laughs> he works at Gulp and Blow. And he, uh, yeah, the he's sucking fuck. <laughs> I work. I worked out at the sucking fuck. <laughs> did you get? Do you know that that chain of gas stations called Come and Go? No, yes. it's a it's like a real gas station chain in America. Come and go. And uh, like a month ago, they tweeted like, are you like, we're finally ready to say where our name came from. And they posted a link and it was uh, uh, you click the link and it was it, uh, it was an ACAB site. <laughs> 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 and then it was awesome because they're like come and goes like all the way through the south. It's just like, hell yeah. Did you? Yeah. So it's like, it was very cool for them to do. You guys ever been to a Sheets? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sheets. Sheets are great. Yeah. Sheets. Uh, if you're driving through rural Pennsylvania, yeah. stop at a Sheets. Yeah. What is a Sheets? It's a, it's like a Flying J. What is a Flying J? Uh, roads, like, just one of those Darren places. Darren hasn't on left the Metro Detroit in a while. <laughs> no, <there's, laughs> well, uh, I haven't left the house in a while. <laughs> Let's be real, you guys. Yeah, I know. One of those mega, yeah, right? mega stops on the side of the highway uh, that just has everything. Ah, uh, okay. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Uh, so how? what's the resolution here? Uh, they Homer gets job, begs birds for jobs, says he'll be a wimp, burns like sick, gives him job. Yep. Homer um, proposes tomorrow. You know, uh, confidence and spinelessness uh, is uh-huh. why Burns likes uh, likes Homer. When Homer comes in and makes a stand, and, and his stand is that, now listen here, I'll, if you want somebody who will do whatever you say uh, and kiss your boots or whatever uh yeah. blah 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 no he so he yeah he's like uh uh he comes in he's very ag- it's always funny to me like it's a great that's a great uh uh bit when somebody's like yeah. that aggressive aggressively but so submissive. groveling yeah <laughs> aggressively status, groveling like high status. <laughs> so he's like he comes in super hot but he's like i will do whatever you want uh you can treat me like dirt and i'll take it or whatever uh Whale, uh, Smithers wants to kick him out, but uh, Burns says that I haven't seen anybody like that uh, since a young bootlick named Waylon <laughs> Smithers. A young bootlick. A young bootlick Last named Waylon Smithers. Last week I kept saying I was once a barefoot boy with a cheek of tan. I couldn't stop saying it. So good. <laughs> Poetic. Old-timey Burns shit at Brock's. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Burns is one of my favorite characters. I love I love Smithers. Yeah. I love the combo. Yeah. They're, they're my favorite combo, Man. I think. Uh, Burns being super out of touch with My like popular combo, culture is always uh, very funny. Pretzel with a little bit of pizza stuff in it. Ooh, that's mean, maze combos. Mm, mm, mm. Characters that lampoon like authority figures like Wiggum and Burns, I just have an affinity for. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. I think maybe uh, uh, maybe Wiggum is why I disrespect cops so much. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe I. That's why I grew up with a healthy distrust of, uh, of police. Yeah, so they get married. Uh, shotgun uh, Pete's. Uh, what is it called? Pete's uh, shotgun. Uh, shotgun Pete's wedding. Shotgun chapel. Pete's wedding chapel. Twenty four <laughs> hours. They get married for twenty dollars. Uh, uh, the wedding right before the Homer and Marge. He's like, "Do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah." And the guy goes, "Done." <laughs> like, <laughs> that's their whole wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your wedding, the priest did say "done" after. Done. Done. Yeah. No. My like do, the I, dice did you, man. Did, did you see? Uh, uh, Your priest is famous for squirt-gutting holy water during COVID? Yes, I did. That was the dude that married us. The wizard guy? Father Tim. Yeah, the wizard guy that married us was the the Detroit priest that went viral for doing... for doing squirt gun blessings during the coronavirus. Damn, dude. 
fucking that yeah. wizard guy. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what was the other guy's name? Chuck. Chuck, dude. Chuck. <laughs> He didn't squirt anything on anybody. Chuck did not like <laughs> Thankfully me. so. Chuck was not my biggest fan, I don't um, think. I don't think he liked any of us. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> so, they got married. Homer yeah. got a they job. Got by Homer got a job. job. And he goes, only in America can, can I, I get, get a job. job. <laughs> That's the joke. He, uh, Marge ends up not being pregnant, so the flashback is for no. Oh, that's right. That, yeah. That, do we they have a high five? Yeah. The framing device is the, the framing of the high five uh, freeze frame at the end, and that's Great. it. Then we're I, good. I love I, Simpsons is so good at that. They tell this wonderful story uh, of the family. It's packed full of jokes, and they have this really tender-hearted moment at the end of it where you you watch Homer say like Bart, you were uh, you know. As scary as it was, you were this the biggest blessing of my life. You you brought me so much joy and happiness and purpose. And then we had two more beautiful gifts with you, uh, with you, Lisa and Maggie, and it made us an enormous family. And we we love every moment of it. And then Marge gets home, and goes, "I'm not pregnant," and they celebrate. Woo-hoo! He he jumps off the couch and <laughs> tosses all three children asunder because they're like in this loving embrace. Uh, uh, and they they celebrate so like having that really touching moment at the end and then uh, uh, watching them celebrate because there's not going to be a fourth one was very funny. Yep, it was good. It was a great episode. Yeah, you got any uh, favorite jokes? I like just burgers, burgers, I, burgers, burgers. Burgers, is burgers a good one. rocks to me. I love burgers. Hamburger famous sandwich from McDonald's. There was yeah. a, a <laughs> I think my favorite. There was a montage of Homer trying out different jobs. <clears throat> so he he at a, a certain point in the episode leaves Marge and says I'm not coming back until I have a job that can support this family and you see a montage of him doing different jobs and he's at like a colonial village oh yeah <laughs> like he's <laughs> he's pretending to be like an old timey colonial village guy and he's doing the candle making demonstration and he pulls his candle out and it's just this like rotten blob of wax <laughs> and immediately a child starts crying just looking at his candle and <laughs> the dad is like you ruined our vacation that <laughs> the Simpsons know that the funniest thing is for a child to respond with crying. Yes, That's absolutely. Why they always make Millhouse cry at stuff. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I love. Yeah, Millhouse just frustratingly cry is always very funny to me. Because kids don't know how to express frustration, so they just cry. cry. Like the candle yeah. doesn't look right. He's crying. That fucking rocks. That was very funny to me. Oh man. Favorite joke? Uh, my favorite joke. I don't remember it verbatim, but. Burns was narrating himself playing Ms. Pac-Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, for sure. Very how the tables have turned on you, ghosts. <laughs> Very good. I, I like the '80s intro a lot. I, I like the Super Tramps rising through the air. Yeah, I, I like the whole that, uh, again. Intro. The K- I also like the the visual of the wheel, the <laughs> wheel um, windmill. Turning the uh, cadence of the the 1980s joke will get better and better with each flashback. Yeah. Someday well, you'll that be was the guy who hands out the putters. That was kind of a uh, re- reminiscent of that uh, Eye on Springfield or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah, that was the same feel. I like those intros. I think they're good at those. It <laughs> gives them like a t-ball joke. When t-ball Homer, pop culture oh, joke. When Homer decides to leave the family uh, for for uh, job prospects. He packs a bag and, and walks out, oh, uh, yeah. puts a for sale yep. sign on his car, and then <laughs> scrapes off his Disco Sucks bumper sticker to put it on his suitcase. <laughs> That's great. That was Skip good. It. Yeah. Uh, okay, geez. so 
Disco rocks. Uh, Alex, you are our guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we you've been on before, uh, yeah. and we've we've had this conversation. Uh, now that you're a little bit more prepared for what is coming, do you have a definitive favorite episode of The Simpsons? Um, up to this point, or just in general? For Robert. you in general, because you have not been on this particular journey with us. Um, I would say King Size Homer is still my favorite. Yeah, I love that. Um, good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Oh, my fat guy hat. We, the, <laughs> <laughs> the three of us, when he finds out that he can just type Y or N <laughs> instead of yes or no, and he's like, I've tripled my productivity. Well, hello, Mrs. <laughs> doesn't find me attractive sexually anymore. Guess who just tripled his productivity? It's <laughs> good stuff. There's a bit in there where um, he like... He presses a button and it like unleashes like this nuclear steam on like yeah. a field, and the guy plowing the field like sees all the crops die around him, and he goes, "Oh man, Paul Newman's gonna have my legs broke." <laughs> we talked about Paul Newman. <laughs> we sure yeah. did, and we've talked about Adam Newman countless times as oh, well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> former CEO of WeWork. Yeah, we have we have a we have a <laughs> like an ever closing circle of cultural references that was just going to eventually collapse in on us and bury this show whole. Well, we introduced Dinah. That's a new pop culture. <laughs> That's a new pop. We have never talked about Dinah to this point, nor the man who, man or woman who's playing. Whoever's in there. Who, who's ever playing banjo. Who is it? Who the um, fuck is playing banjo? In? If you guys know who's playing, please get in touch with us and let us know. We yeah. need to know. Uh, uh, the three of us, uh, for the the listeners who might not be uh, initiated with what we do here, we're, we are ranking our favorite Simpsons episode ever based on this specific rewatch of the show. Uh, are Is anybody changing theirs? I am not. I don't uh, remember what mine was. It was recent, but I'm not changing mine. I, I like this episode. I thought it was good. I thought it was funny. Uh, and it did have a little bit of heart. I do like yeah. the heart episodes. Did you but, change no. it last week? I don't think that yeah. I did. I think no. I think that we yours was flaming mo. Yeah, mine was flaming mo because I like the world. I'm right. sticking with flaming mo. Mine's flaming mo. Yeah, uh, I am going to stay where I'm. Uh, Good app, though. Homer defined. Great app. Really, like, I mean, we're into it. We're into fastballs. Fastballs there, all day. There's going to th- there's going to be seasons worth of shows until there's a like a subpar episode. Yeah, and still the worst one. Still the Homer's Night Out or whatever yeah. the burlesque one. Yeah, that up, that yeah. Up. I'm predicting that that might be the worst one until the one uh, involving the squad. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> no, um, there are a bunch of shittier episodes before <laughs> the squad. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I'm sticking with Homer defined. I oh, still yeah. think that is uh, uh, great. This this episode, but yeah, like we're we're to a point where they are telling really tight stories of of character growth and packing them with jokes like there there were moments today where i was taking notes and i could not keep up because uh because jokes were coming that quickly Hell and yeah. that's uh, good um, quick yeah. jokes and i think they're just gonna get better oh I mean, yeah we're starting to get more and more layered jokes which is good yeah uh, layer jokes visual gags are getting real good i mean they're they're figuring out even the guy jumping through the glass today like that's that's Again, that's that's something that is quick and funny the to me. The trapezoid scheme. The trapezoid oh, scheme. Yeah, the I mean, trapezoid like that whole yeah. scene, like that had like four good jokes yeah, in it, and, and that, that little cut to again, scene. that was Simpsons like a, jokes a are like an onion. They have layers. <laughs> wow. wow. And they make and they make me cry. <laughs> uh, do we have sponsors? 
Yeah, we're sponsored by uh, Pure Michigan and their yeah. campaign to get you to uh, summer on Reed Lake, baby. Summer get up Lake. there, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. get in the boat, and uh, just pontoon around Reed, man. Great. Yeah. Uh, I would like to thank our sponsor, 5G Allen. It's <laughs> not going to make you sick. Uh, there's no evidence to support the fact that uh, that it is uh, promulgating <laughs> this pandemic. 5G Allen. Uh, get yeah. faster, faster pukes. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> we got, you got a sponsor? Uh, yeah. Mike and Dave need wedding dates in theaters <laughs> six years ago. <laughs> uh, uh, God damn it. Uh, we're also sponsored by, uh, everybody's favorite compilation album. Now that's what I'm going to do about it. Seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baby. Yeah. Just end it now. <laughs> that's the button. Oh, the show or my life. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do it. I didn't end it. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't end it. (laughs) Now we can never stop. I I am going to do something about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll be back next week. Bye. What's your opinion? (laughs) Oh, no, that's not stop. This is stop. This is.